Keenan and I'm Rachel. Welcome to Part of Our World podcast. Just two lovers of Disney talking Disney stuff. Just want to share some of our opinions with you, a little bit about ourselves, and a little of our world with all of you. Cheers. Tonight we are going to be talking about ways that you can deal with Disney withdrawal when you are not at Disney anxiously awaiting a Disney trip, or one is not even on your radar. Or you just finished one. It's true. You have the Disney depression, I think. Yeah, that's mostly what I talked about in mine is. Because coming back from any vacation, I think, is depressing. But coming back from Disney, I feel like, for me, was, was a rough one. Because it was just, you go from magic to normal. Yeah. And so you have to find a way to deal. Yeah, well, we talked last episode about the magic in movies and just how important that was and how much it makes the movie. But the theme parks are like, I mean, you're you're just immersed in magic the whole time. So it's kind of like you're coming back and you're just, you're you're not in fantasy anymore. It is back to reality. Yeah, which every vacation has, but this one is, yeah, you're right, it, it hits extra, extra hard. Yes. Cool. Well, why don't we start with what we're doing right now? The thing we decided right before the show, which was making a Disney-themed drink. Yes. Had not had this idea before, but right before starting our podcast, we we, we like to have a drink while we converse. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, what a good way to kind of be in Disney than to make a drink. Unfortunately, we didn't have the ingredients to make really anything that I found on the internet. So we made a frozen Bahama Mama. Which is inspired by... A drink on the Disney Cruise Lines, which we haven't done, but hope to do someday. Yeah, that'd be great. I would love to do that someday. No, but I do think if there is like a drink or even like a food dish Mm -hmm. that you love in particular from Disney that you can replicate, that's a great way, I think, to kind of get yourself through those Mm -hmm. patches. Yeah, even when like we're at the store and our son wanted... He saw some just ego Mickey oh, egos. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you can get those because mm-hmm. it's just like a tribute to the Mickey waffles that we love so much at the world. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you can get those. And it was a little happy for me too. Yeah. So that's one tip. Bringing a little bit of the food and drink into your world. Yes. From Disney World. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I think it'll be a fairly interesting discussion tonight because you and I are polar opposites when it comes to coping, <laughs> coping, planning, just the way we process things and think about things. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I we might have a couple in common, but I think tonight will be diametrically opposed. So why don't you Both. hit us with something on your list there, Rachel? All right. Well, I think um, for those who like to go the retail therapy route, I like to do some, um, just some internet window shopping on shopdisney.com because you can yes. go to the shopdisney.com slash parks and, you know, search for things that you could only get at the parks. 
I usually don't end up buying anything. I don't recommend this for those people who cannot control their impulses. Hmm. Usually once I, like, I can even put it in my cart, but once I see the shipping, like, I don't ever want to pay shipping, so. But thankfully, I they offer usually... free shipping a few times throughout the year. Yeah. That's right typically when we get, jump on and buy stuff. Yeah. You can get, it's free shipping for purchases of $75 or more, yeah, which is a little more than I'm going to spend definitely. right now. But, we're, we're also budget people, so. Yeah. Saving money wherever we can. Yeah, but even, so just even pretending I'm going to buy something reminiscent of the Disney park or putting on a wish list for, you know, a birthday list or a Christmas list. Speaking of which, I'm thinking about that I would like the Alex and Ani, their bracelet, like would charm you? bracelets. Yes, yeah, some Disney ones of those. So that's just a gift idea for you or you <laughs> if you're just feeling generous. Duly noted. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's one thing I have. Awesome. Can you can you guess what one of mine is? Is it that? What buying stuff? No, just internet shopping on Disney. No. Oh, I thought you were like guess because that's mine. Too. Oh no no no. Okay. Not my habit at all. Uh, I'm more of a slick dealer. Disney stuff comes on and I get an alert. Oh, it's on sale. Then I might jump on it, like that sweet cocoa ornament we got. Yeah, so I was gonna mention. Yeah. I was like, you did get something from that no so. mine mine though is planning and researching oh, right. and yeah well i knew that yeah i think this might backfire for some people so i i give this as a tip with a word of caution if you're gonna go you know just overboard and you're planning for a trip or you start doing preliminary research and the next thing you know you're booking that vacation or you know that it's two years out and it's just eating you alive inside. I read on the internet someone was talking about like, oh, we were planning on going in 2019, but I started putting a trip together and now we're going in October. We could never do that because we have to save for a long time for a Disney trip. Um, so I have a little bit of a safety net there, but I've been reading that 2015 Disney planning book and mm -hmm. I'm probably going to check out an updated version from the library constantly looking stuff up online um, even just looking at like room rates and just getting an idea for you know what we're gonna do even just like simple stuff should i should i bust out the I board i was thinking okay. about maybe we should show him the board so what he's getting right now show, but well i'm explaining if, it if you're so listening if you're... you can't see this yeah you have to check, check out the video and in fact if you're watching it's probably completely out of focus but so what this is, is what Keenan made for me for my birthday. For me. It is for me. But um, because I was just like, we're never going to be able to go to Disney again because we'll have to save and we'll never have the money and blah, blah, blah. Because there's always, you know, life and you always have something that you need to be spending money on and something more responsible than going to Disney. Um, even though, anyways. But, um. Yeah, so what Keenan made was a planning board to save money for a whole year that would give us enough money to to go to Disney in a year. So putting aside a certain amount each week. It's a dollar per person in our family. We're a family of three. Each week, so you start with three, but then you double it each week. So the following week you put in six, and then you put in nine. Now we're into like the... 80s and 90s I think so it does it starts to you start to feel it a little bit in your mm -hmm. bank account but I put uh, on each pocket a Disney character and most of the time that character corresponds with a little note that is something that we're looking forward to or well, I made it for her so something I was looking forward to 
about our next trip. Just little things like, oh, you know, seeing the fireworks show and yeah, eating a dilly bar, Mickey dilly bar. So so every Sunday we get to open up one of those and it kind of does kind of build that anticipation. It I, does. I like it. It so, is good. It's a little involved, but yeah, uh, yeah but that's a, <laughs> I think budgeting out your trip actually is a way yeah, you can help kind good. of stave off the, yeah, the withdrawal. Yeah, knowing that it won't be forever until you can go again. Like, it can be a concrete time that you can look forward to. It's not just this. I hope we can go again someday, but making a plan to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Which I would never do, by the way. Like, he's the planner. I am the, the, I don't know what I am. Not the planner. Yeah. So. Strongly recommend, if you're going to Disney, have somebody who's like a meticulous planner. It's going to take you a long travel way. agent. Or a Disney travel agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have someone like that in your family and you just go to wing it, actually Mario, our friend, did that with his family and was like, oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't you wait in line for long time for rides and he's like well we did do fast passes but other than that that's really all they planned so it can be done but for for a meticulous planner like me i love that part of disney it feeds it meticulous planning okay what's next um what else did i put i said finding like-minded disney weirdos is helpful just so you can Add a little joy to your life. Um, for example, like on, I'm on a Facebook group called All Things Disney, and they'll just be like little things like, you know, how are you feeling today? Respond with a Disney GIF, and you can just see just various yeah, that's GIFs, great. and you just I like that. Yeah, so just add a little Disney fun to your day. Yeah, because most people like I could talk about Disney all day. Most people that I know in real life aren't that way so finding people that you can yeah i agree find your disney crazies and associate with them disney it up with them yes with everything in moderation of course don't need yes don't need to go overboard here there's Um, other things in life besides disney yeah but but we we have a family friend who is planning their first trip he says it's going to be their first and only trip. <laughs> their first trip in 2019. I talked to him yesterday and he said, we're going to go every three years. Oh my like, gosh. So. Yeah, well, and they haven't even been. Yeah, they haven't even been. I was like, just wait. But I can't help but just talk Disney when we're together now. It's like, oh, they're up in building a new Tron ride and we start geeking out about that. So, But it's like that that fuels it and it helps helps the delays in between trips. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, my Noticed that both of you are also looking at the Disney vlogs. Yeah, that so. was actually on my list, which I don't know where my list went, but I think it's all on my cabeza. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah vlogs. So um, I think those are a great way to just get into the parks and... You know, you can start reminiscing about your experience there. You see the new rides. You know, you there are people that go every day, every week, every weekend. And you're getting constant updates about just, like, their experiences. And I love a lot of them. They'll just walk around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even their riding rides. It's just like, oh, we're just enjoying the atmosphere. And it's just like, that atmosphere right. is so incredible. That was... So, yeah. So, you know, I think there's a couple maybe tips slash warnings with that one is you might not want to look at new stuff that you haven't seen. I've been 
seeing a ton of the new Toy Story Land, and I feel like maybe I should have waited so that when I go there, it's completely overwhelming. Now I know what it looks like. I kind of know what it feels like to walk through there. Maybe stick to the stuff where you've already been there, and you're like, oh, I, I know what it's like to walk through there, and you feel like you're there with the people. Mm-hmm. You know, which brings me to another point. When it comes to vloggers, I, I searched around for a long time trying to find – I'm just like, I just want – I'm feeding on these Disney videos, but I was having a tough time connecting with the people in the vlogs. But once I, you know, found people that I felt like I could be in the parks with, then it became like an obsession. Now I watch all their videos and it's just like, oh man, I can totally see myself hanging out with these Mm -hmm. people. And do you have any favorites? I do. Um, My favorite favorite is probably Ears to You. They're really cool. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be hilarious seeing them in the park. I'd probably be like, oh, you know, Brock and Promise, hey, and like, who the heck are you? And which they may get, but yeah, yeah, that would be that would be fun. So those guys are awesome. Check out Ears to You. The Tim Tracker is a staple in the community. <laughs> Dude is probably the most popular Disney vlog blogger, and he puts out great stuff. And I've even enjoyed seeing him go to other parks with his wife and do those videos. So there are other parks? Just kidding. Believe it or not, yeah. Just so. kidding. There's also Oh Yeah Disney, and um. They, they seem like pretty cool people, but one thing I will say about their videos is the production value is, like, insane. Oh, so yeah. they'll do these, I like, montages and stuff, and it, it is sharp. Yeah. So those are, the, those are the three watch. I would check out for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I was scrolling through my Instagram and came across one that was 30 stays in 30 days, and I had to find out more about this family who got to stay at Disney for 30 days. Um in 30 different resorts. All, I think there are 30 of them, so they say that all of them. So that's how I came across the Bucket List family and saw their Disney travels and just their love for Disney and just their different experiences. You get to see some of their resorts close up that maybe you wouldn't get to see if, you know, you're just there on your own. Um, and so I started following their YouTube channel and I've really enjoyed that, even the things that aren't Disney. Um, but, but yeah, there's some... Some cool Disney vlogs out there that can keep the magic for you all yeah. year round. Yeah. A good vlogger kind of, you start to connect with them. So yeah. That's kind of, that's a cool thing. Um, in addition to vlogs, you know, you mentioned Instagram. That's cool too. There's tons of pictures and stuff. But there's less of that personal connection, but you, you know, you might be at work and you just got a quick lunch break and need a fix. Yeah. <laughs> start looking at park this pictures. This is maybe kind of silly, but... Um, like there's a few thing I can't remember any now maybe I can put some in some show notes or something but um just people selling Disney stuff on Etsy um like you know Disney like mini ears and stuff like that and then so that got me on Etsy looking for clothes that I would wear on my next Disney trip Back to shopping so yeah I think it might be a seeing a common theme here but but yeah, just like, you know, you can get like special shirts made and, you know, I'm sure you've seen, you know, just the different possibilities out there for your Disney wardrobe. So I won't mind to be on point this next trip. I have a few shirts, but I can't just wear the same thing every yeah. trip. I have to get some new things. So yeah, I don't care about wardrobes, out. but I do want my... That's because I buy you everything. I bought him a DuckTales t-shirt and um, yeah. the... The fin. But there were a couple shirt. days where I wore a non-Disney shirt to the parks. That's not happening it's next not time. It's not acceptable. <laughs> it's not acceptable. No. We're going to fix that. And Amen. maybe we'll do it via Etsy. Maybe. 
Maybe. We'll see. Kohl's is also really good for Disney shirts. Really good. Really good. <laughs> um, what else? Do you have anything else? I do. I think this is the last thing that I was thinking, and it kind of goes without saying, but movies Oh yeah. and music. Tell them what you were just listening to. I forget. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was park music. Yeah. <laughs> it got real intense. There's, yeah. You can find park music on, like, YouTube. There's also this, like, radio app that just straight up plays tracks from the parks. And it, yeah, it was a little intense. I, I Honestly, though, I don't appreciate that as much as just putting on, like, Disney soundtracks from the mm-hmm. movies watching a Disney movie, I don't know, probably a couple times a month we'll do like family night and mm-hmm. watch a Disney movie. And part of that's exposing our son to it. And we talked, last ep- we talked last episode about what to watch before you go to the park, but it's like if you can squeeze in way more than the five we recommended, mm-hmm. more power to you. So, yeah, movies and music. Mm-hmm. Anything else you got? Um, I have one that I'm surprised you did not have, which was the Disney World subreddit. And yep, yeah, I wasn't on there. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, just right after my, um, well, our last Disney vacation, I was like down in the dumps. I was very sad. I was like, how is this over? How can I get back? Um, so I don't like looking at people's like itineraries and seeing like, hey, I'm going to Disney in a week and this is everything I'm going to do. And I'm like, oh, here's everything I'm not going to do because I don't get to go. Right. But just looking at people's like, pictures of spaceship earth there was like one time where everyone put up like put your best photo of spaceship earth up and you because know everybody has a photo yeah. of spaceship earth and so you're just looking at these beautiful pictures and reliving the moment and the magic and so that that's something i haven't been on there recently but in that initial withdrawal that i had that was helpful to get me through oh yeah i'm on there every day there's the Walt Disney World subreddit, there's the Disney Parks subreddit, there's Disney subreddit. Yeah, there's a bunch can... of them. I just put it on my front page and mm-hmm. see what see what pops up. Tons of good tips on there too, which I'm sure we'll be sharing some of those in future episodes. But just the subtlest recommendations that I end up writing down somewhere because I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to do that next time we go to the parks. So great place if you're just looking for ideas. So, and, you know, maybe lastly, you can book, what is it, 499 days in advance? I think you can book really far in advance. And they do require, I think it's one night's deposit or 200 or something like that. But um, the point is, very early on, you can kind of lock into, here's when we want to go. And it's very easy to change and kind of the sooner the better if if possible Mm -hmm. and then it becomes i guess just a little bit more of a reality than a pipe dream yeah and if there is a discount that comes up you can change it to get that discount right yeah which is way easier with a disney travel agent so even if you're like me meticulously planning everything down to every last detail making spreadsheets but it has tons of great spreadsheets too you still want to go with a travel agent because they just make it that much smoother Cool. Cool. Well, that is what we have. That's all we for have. Our ways to deal with that Disney withdrawal as you wait for your next vacation. Yes. So and here's hoping you have one coming up. Yes. Ours is in May. Oh, less than a year. Which I almost forgot to say. 
one thing you could do, which is what we're doing, is you could start a podcast. Hey! <laughs> it's just kind of funny. It's like, oh, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about how to deal with, with Disney withdrawal, which was the very inspiration for us sitting down and talking Disney, which mm-hmm. we really enjoy, and hopefully you enjoy it too. Um, but th- thanks for thanks for listening to us. Um, we're trying to get a Facebook group started too to, you know, just do exactly what we were talking about tonight so you can check us out there mm-hmm. um part of our world podcast is the name of it so thanks for tuning in and thanks for being a part of our, our world. world bye bye <laughs> are you ready to neverland <laughs> Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.